Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. First of all, an apology from me for not updating you guys last week as I promised, but a lot of stuff came up and it was also a real, real tough training week. So I just didn't really find the energy needed to record a podcast too. Hopefully you can all forgive me for that. And now I'm back with my final episode of the year. It's the final episode as tomorrow I will be going on a family holiday until the 30th of December. So even though I will be training on that holiday too, I will take a break from all other commitments for those eight days to relax and recharge. Anyway, in today's episode, I'll give a short update on the league weekend I had in Czech about a week ago, how my training is going, what my draw in Malaysia Open looks like, and tell you a bit more about my plans for training on the holiday. I'll also answer a Patreon question at the end, so hopefully you'll find it all interesting, so let's just get into it. So the Czech League matches I played about now it's about 10 days ago for my Czech club Buenos Latina. I had to play a match on Saturday and one on Sunday. Travel there with a couple of other Danes, Victor Svensson and Jeppe Bay. So we are all playing on the same team. On Saturday, I had to play a, actually on both days, I had to play both singles and mixed doubles. And the one on Saturday wasn't the toughest singles, uh, without any disrespect to my opponent, that was not the toughest of the matches I've played. Uh, but on the other hand, the mixed doubles I played is probably the closest match I have ever played in my life. Sounds crazy, but like we play five games to 11 in the Czech League. Uh, so best of five to 11, and you have to win by two, maximum to 15. And all five sets, so we ended up winning 11-9 in the fifth. And all five sets were decided within one or two points. So we even had a 15-14 game. But yeah, all the sets were like 14-12, 11-13, 11-9, stuff like that. So that was a real nail-biter. Uh, it didn't actually mean anything in terms of the, the final result. I think we won the match 5-2. Uh, and in the Czech League, it doesn't matter if you win 5-2 or 4-3. And sorry if you just heard my uh, phone ring. I put it on uh, on flight mode now. So anyway, it didn't really matter that mixed doubles, but it was still a lot of fun. And of course, both uh, pairs uh, were trying the best to to win in the end. And in the end, me and my partner Kate Fulkun uh, won it. So that was a lot of fun. On Sunday, we played a uh, another match at home in Pono Slatina, one of. Uh, one of my longtime listeners and supporters were was actually there to watch me play and came and gave me a nice little gift. So thanks so much for that. That was a, a real pleasure. But anyway, that was a, a tougher match for me. In the mixed, I actually lost this time against Kalle Koljunen from Finland and his Danish partner. I was playing with Kate again. We didn't really have much of a chance. Lost 3-1 in games or sets. And in the singles, I won 3-1 in sets against a guy called Collins Filimon who is representing Austria. He's originally from Romania. A, uh, a very strong guy, a, very, uh, a guy with a very good attack, very explosive as well. He, uh, he won the Austrian Open one year where he beat a few good players. So he's a guy on his good days, he can play some really good badminton. 
and in this uh, in this hole where we play, where it's a a little bit fat, a little bit fast, a little bit difficult to play great defense, it was definitely a challenge to uh, to play against him. Um, so I'm actually very happy with the with the way I handled it, the way I managed to uh, to win three one in games. I was definitely under pressure in uh, in big parts of the match, so I was I was actually very happy with my performance in in that match, even if it's probably a guy that many of you have not heard a lot about before. So all in all, a a good weekend for my team and also myself personally. We won both the league matches. We are second in the in the table now, and uh, I are still on track to make the uh, the playoffs. Another positive thing about that weekend was that the meniscus injury I've had I have in my uh, in my right knee I didn't feel anything uh, during these matches. Actually, this was the first time where I felt like the uh, the little bit of swelling on the back side of my knee was also gone, so my knee just felt pretty much like normal. Ever since I've got back into training as well uh, back here in Denmark, I I basically never really feel any pain now. I every now and then I feel like something is a little bit off, uh, which is because the, there is this uh, tear in the the meniscus. Uh, but it's not something that is uh, hindering me from from doing the training I I need to do. So I'm training at full capacity, and yeah, I could play four matches in in two days at full capacity as well. So that's a really really good sign. So speaking of training, the last week or so has been really, really good. And as I said in the intro, also really, really tough. It's been real hard training. I've been training a lot with the Rasmus Gemke, Victor Svensson and Max Christoffersen. It's mainly been the four of us in the men's singles uh, training in the National Center as we have a few guys out with injuries and out traveling and stuff like that. So the four of us has had a quite intense schedule with a lot of good quality training, no doubt about it. I think yesterday we did one of the toughest uh, multi-session programs I've done for uh, quite some time. We did a thousand and twenty shuttles uh, each, so yeah, it took took us quite quite some time to get through it. It was a very explosive and very tough program, um, but it's kind of these uh, this kind of training where. Before you start, you can't really get your mind to it and you're like, oh, this is going to be so damn tough. But when you're done, you also just feel amazing and glad that it's uh, that it's over with, but also just uh, happy and proud and just glad about your, your training. So it was, it was a good feeling afterwards, but it was definitely not a session that any of us was looking, uh, were looking forward to. Uh, but now it's done and now I only, as I record this podcast, I only have one training session left, which is uh, match practice this afternoon. So I'm recording this on Wednesday, the 21st of December. So one match practice left, then I will go on my holiday. So yeah, I can uh, I can look forward to that and I will give everything in the, in the, in the uh, training session today. And I am going on holiday, as I said, but it doesn't mean that I will not be training anymore. The first four days of the holiday will be all about physical training. So I won't be, be doing any uh, any badminton training, but I am, we are staying in a quite nice resort in uh, Dubai. We're going to Dubai, me and my entire family. So we are nine people in total. My mom invited the entire family for a Dubai holiday with some money she inherited from my late grandma who died last year. So 
this was a good way for my mom to spend some of the money. So we obviously agreed to uh, go when she's paying everything. That's something you cannot say no to and something we really appreciate and look forward to. It's going to be an amazing family memory to have together. But anyway, the uh, the resort we're staying at is really high quality and the, the weight room and the gym there is, is amazing. So for the first four days, that's going to be my, uh, my focus in training. So once a day, I'll go to the gym. And then on the final four days, I will be training with Victor Axelsen in Dubai. So as you probably know, he has his daily training set up there. And I know he has, I think, three or four other guys that will be joining as well. So I think we will be six guys training there. Uh, so it should be amazing training. I'm looking forward to training with Victor again. It's always a pleasure. He's obviously the best player in the world. So that's high quality uh, training. I think some of the other guys are Brian Yang from Canada, maybe Chiu Ch uh, Chen Chen Cho from Chinese Taipei. I heard also Johan Kvegel from Holland or Netherlands. So yeah, I think there will be some pretty high quality uh, sparring going on there. Um, and to be honest, I'm also quite curious to see the uh, like the conditions that he's training under Victor. I've heard so much about it that it's supposed to be really great. So I'm looking forward to see it all and get some, some quality training. And of course, also relax on the holiday. But since I am going to Malaysia on the 6th of January, it didn't really suit my plans perfect to just take eight, eight days out of my schedule. So I have to keep on training. I'll get four days, as I said, with no badminton, which is great for the body. Uh, but then I need to get back on court so I can uh, prepare as best as possible for Malaysia, India and Indonesia Open in January. So that's my plan for the holiday. Of course, there's also going to be lots of relaxing, swimming, just having fun and going to yeah, see fun stuff with my family. Um, but training is also going to be part of every day of the holiday. Final thing before I get into the one listener question I will go into today is just the draw for Malaysia Open it was just released yesterday. And without this sounding uh, like I'm underestimating anything, the draw is actually quite good for me. I will play Chico Vadoyo from Indonesia and it's definitely a guy that I can lose to, no doubt about that. But it's also a guy that I can beat. I think he probably looked at the draw and said the same, that it's a good draw for him. but like. Comparing it to the fact that we are both unseated and we could get Victor in the first round or any anyone in the first round and it's only the top 32 men singles players in the draw so there's like no easy first round so looking at it in that perspective it's a good draw for, for both of us so we will be looking forward to that match both thinking we have a, a chance to beat the other um, so yeah we will see who will come out on top there's no doubt I will uh, I will do my best to try and prepare as much as possible already i will already start watching some video on the holiday actually uh, to get a bit familiar with his game i haven't played him i've never played him before i know he did really well last year oh this year um so just earlier this year to to make it into top 32 so i definitely i have a lot of respect for him i know yeah he's also in the indonesian national team so he's obviously very talented so i will have a lot of respect for him i need to get a bit more familiar with his game but Definitely looking forward to it and no doubt I was happy when I saw the draw as it could also have been Victor in the first round, which Rasmus Gemke got. So without, again, disrespecting anyone, I think it's better for me to be drawn against Chico compared to some of the other top guys. So we'll see how it goes. I will do my best to prepare and then, yeah, let's just see.
Listener question from one of my patrons, Christoph, who is asking about low gravity in your legs. It's something that we often talk about in badminton that is, is very important. So like low gravity and also uh, doing a correct like split step are keys to move fast on court, as Christoph says, which is completely correct. So he's asking, how do you practice this on and off court? And I would say the most effective way to practice I practice low gravity in your legs and also the split step is to do a lot of footwork drills so simply get a footwork uh, program where you do and it could be anything depending on your level your fitness level as well anything from just five minutes in the start of every training or it can be up to like a 40 minute only footwork uh, program for your training so do footwork training where there's no shuttles involved. You should uh, probably get a coach to, to make that, that program for you, but it's, it is the most effective way to, to uh, train it because when you're not doing an exercise, uh, when you're doing an exercise where the shuttle is not involved, it's much, much easier to focus on your footwork and the things that are important, which is the low gravity and also the, the split step. So it's a lot easier to focus on getting the right habits. So I would re definitely recommend that and doing it depending again on like what, what kind of level you're at, sorry, <clears throat> what kind of level you're at, uh, how much you're going to train it. But I, I say, I would say that even if you just did it five minutes in, in the start of each of your training sessions where you do some, some uh, footwork uh, exercises with full focus only on your, your movement, your split step, staying low in your legs and not like getting up and low all the time, but like be more consistent in how low you are. That will help you a lot and it will actually, you will see results quite quickly is my, I wouldn't say guarantee, but my guess at least. Christoph also has a like a follow-up question. When do you know your low gravity is right? Because like if you go too far far down or too far up, the movement also can be slow. So like how do you find the right point of low gravity? And I would say that's simply up to like getting the right feeling. So you need to, to kind of feel your way forward. So try it out and if it feels unnatural or if it feels at least slower, then you need to adjust it. It's not like everyone has the exact same low gravity, but there's no doubt if you're strong enough in your legs and you're used to being really low, then almost as low as possible is an advantage. But of course there is some limit to it. But I would say overall, it very much depends on the the person who's doing it the, the feeling so you need to to kind of just try it out and, and figure out what is what is best for you and after some time you will figure out which which point of low gravity is is good for you but definitely it needs to be at there's like some minimum but I can't really say that that's a fixed height or anything you, you kind of just need to feel your way forward with that so sorry I cannot be any more precise with that but hopefully uh, yeah, you will get something out of the, these two answers. And if it, if it was all just confusing, please send me a new message, Christoph, and I'll try to explain a little bit better. Right, guys and girls, that will be it for today and for the year as well. 
Thanks so much for listening and a extra huge thanks to my patrons who support the work I do with the podcast every single month. You guys rock and I can't wait to give you more worth for your support next year. As always, I'm very keen on listening to your input if you have any, so please don't hesitate to get in touch. Thanks so much, everyone. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Vittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.